that I do such a wicked thing, it would be a great sin. Watch, not against the master. It would be a great sin against God. See, many times we don't do things because of how it would make a person feel. And God says, how about how I feel? See, every time you're sleeping with such and such because they want it, you're thinking about how bad they would feel after, but it makes me feel horrible when I saved you out of that last relationship and I brought grace to your life. And all I'm saying is, am I considered in the situation? <laughs> he said she kept on pursuing on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her and he kept out of her way as much as possible. Then she lied. Hey y'all, okay, so that clip I you just heard is gonna make sense. Instead of me putting my intro song, I want to just give that clip because it's gonna make so much sense when I start to talk about it. Um, I tried to make a podcast like 20 times today. When I say it got interrupted each time, it got interrupted each time. So I'm gonna try to talk about this. Like God just been like teaching me so much about myself and I just love learning. Like, I love learning about God. I love when God talks to me. Like, I love those type of things. And number one, I may have to do two separate ones for it to make sense. So I'm, I'm going to make this one one topic. I'm going to be all over the place. So this one is going to be about my celebrity, me and celebrate in a journey that I just took on. So if you, I'm not sure if you didn't, I, I talked about it more in detail on my I Hate Sex podcast episode from a while ago. But I would definitely refresh people who just not listening to it. So the reason why I chose to be celibate was, number one, um, when I had my daughter, I knew me and her dad was not meant to be. Like, I knew this wasn't a man I want to see my future with. But by me being a broken season and choosing a relationship with my broken season, I knew for a fact that, oh, we wasn't about to be that happy home. So, like, the second day of me and – the second day my daughter was born, we broke up. So my daughter was like quite used to not seeing both parents in the same household. So she quite a happy kid, even though we in separate households. And of course you want things different, but sometimes you just know what you just know. And I just knew for a fact. So that's one reason why I chose to be celibate. Number two, I chose to be celibate because in 2018, I went through two abortions. One almost cost me my life. And the situation behind it of like the chaos and like with the guy and all that type of stuff like I promised myself that I would never let a guy send me to the clinic again and don't man up to his responsibility or make me feel bad to the point where I, um I felt so stressed out and overwhelmed so I just forced myself to go to the clinic whatever and I think about how I would really feel and plus I must be losing my life from it how I talk about um the situation where I got the procedure and then months down the line, I had to go back to the hospital to get the procedure done all over again. And I lost so much blood and I was bleeding for like six months straight. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm done. And I didn't, I didn't decide to be celibate right away, but the idea started floating in my head around that time, around like the abortion time. And then it was last year, July or August, I think I went through like a really, I think I went through, went through one of my biggest heartbreaks that's around that time, whatever. And the last big reason was soul ties. Like I heard about soul ties, but until I, I experienced soul ties for the first time last year. And it was just like the guy who I was sexually active with, he was having sex with me and he was doing his sexual activities with somebody else. And he would be super depressed and I'd be in a good mood. And then when we had sex, 
when we was done, I felt terribly wrong, and I would watch him feel happy, and it was like our personalities, or it was like our energy, like everything, like our spirits literally intertwined. And with soul ties is, you can be 100% single right now, but your soul can be married and connected to everybody you lay down with. And people don't understand, it's a post on Facebook, and it said, now do you understand the consequences of why it's so important to be um, to wait for marriage? And it's so cliche, people are like, why should I wait for marriage? Like, as long as I'm giving my body to one person, then I should be okay. I don't have to go the religious way. And it's not about being religious because I'm more spiritual than religious. Like, I would never shove God down your throat, but I would definitely inform you, like, why I choose this route or whatever. So um, that post, like, that post makes much sense because it's like, if I chose, even though I don't regret no decision that I made in life, but you don't have to bring, it's, it's, it's two ways. We have a free will. We can do God's way or we can do our way. And sometimes we do God's way. It just make our process like 10 times longer. And like, if I would have did God's way, like my daughter could have been brought in a real godly marriage. But even though she have a best dad and he's awesome, but if I did God way, she could have been brought in a godly marriage or whatever. Or if I simply would just like wait to just have sex or like it was really pressing when I was a kid to just wait till I had sex, I didn't have to go through none of them abortions. But hey, I'm here now. And that's my story. So I don't regret it because I'm here telling y'all and I'm here encouraging y'all and I'm here fixing crowns now. So I definitely don't regret it. But I not, the older I get, the more I understand. So those are the three reasons why I decided to be celibate. So um, people always ask, like, what's the pros and cons of being celibate? I say the pros is when I tell a guy, like, hey, I'm celibate. And most guys, I think... It's so easier for to cut a, a guy off now by just telling them that because most guys run from like quickly. Like they like, oh, you know what? I am not about their life. So I like that part about it because it saved me so much less time. I tell a guy like they know the front, they're not getting that. So they absolutely like, okay, I'm not about that life. So good luck on that. And they be out of there. I don't get offended because I'm like, okay, cool. I, I can't I can't expect somebody to walk the same path I walk. Only my husband gonna walk this path and understand that why I choose this way. And, like, the pros is, like, um, you feel, I'm trying to think, like, I feel more, um, I don't know, you feel more peaceful, and I don't know, like, sex, it used to drain my spirit out, like, it used to drain me, like, the more I got deeper to God, the more I just couldn't have stop. I mean, the more I had to stop having sex, but the cons of being celibate is, um, you do have moments where, okay, you want sex or you may feel this way, but only way you get those, like, I guess I'll be transparent, like, the horny moments, stuff like that, if you're constantly feeding your soul, I mean, feeding your flesh, and that means, like, listen, I'm pretty Ricky, listen to Keith Sweat, like, if you're constantly feeding your mind certain things to trigger your body, your hormones to be triggered, like, like, you're going to get horny, so I'm very cautious on that, and then, I'm very cautious on what I feed my mind. Like, it's like, I don't watch certain shows. I was just hearing music. It's, it's not me being churchy. It's just like, I know my triggers. Like, once you know your triggers in life, you'll be able to, like, self-discipline certain areas. So, I slipped up with my journey. I honestly did. I slipped up a few times within, since I started, since I started, since now. I slipped up. And, and the reason why I slipped up is so crazy. If you heard that clip, it's going to make so much sense. 
like if I chill with like my ex-boyfriend, I told my ex-boyfriend a few months ago when he helped me, he helped me do something and he thought we were gonna do something. And I did nothing in my body had the urge to have sex with him at all. Like, I was cool. I was for a fact, like I had no urge whatever to even do anything with him. So I'm like, I'm doing excellent on this journey. The problem came in that the guy I was dating, he was in his, his same cycle, the same bullcrap cycle or whatever. So by me, I'm moving on from him. I'm trying to heal from him. And I'm like actually progressing, actually doing my thing, whatever. And I call it residue because it, it, I wasn't in love with him no more. Like I didn't have like, those crazy deep feelings no more. I call it residue. Residue is that. That, that leftover feeling that you have left, that you haven't fully moved on or grasped yet and just let go of, it was like a residue of feeling set for, uh, for him inside my body or inside my heart. So I still had this soft spot in him, like, where I cared about him, where I still care about his needs, where I still care about him. Like, it was just a small spot in me that still cared. So if I got around him, it was a wrap. Like, I'm being so honest. Like, people think walking with God, like, oh, you supposed to be perfect, like, you just about to be holy, like, I'm, like, no, I'm not perfect, I am not perfect at all, like, I'm just not, I just, I just chose to walk with God, like, I literally do, and, like, I won't say I'm gonna continue to make mistakes, but I'm going to make mistakes because I'm not perfect at all, like, I don't want to be perfect, I just want to, I just want to try my best to grab with God, that's, like, my only goal in life, when I pray for a husband, I don't pray he have a nice car. I don't pray that he tall. I don't pray none of that stuff. I don't pray for looks. I don't pray for jobs. I literally say, God, I want my husband to love you more than he would ever love me. That's it. And I said, God, whatever you think I need, you know I need you give it to me. Like I don't I don't have a list of stuff that I want from a husband. It's just you have to love God more than you love me. But um, so I slipped up with my celibacy journey and back then I just when I first started or like when I like like, like I said, sex before I start this journey, like, I could just have sex, go with my day, but now when I do stuff, I will literally, it's so, I, they probably like, is she crazy, she crazy, I will literally cry, I will literally cry in the guy's face, because when you work so hard to become a better person, you don't be mad at the person, like, you don't be mad at the person, like, who did that with, because um, people, I would say, like, they greedy, not greedy, they greedy for their own needs, and then when you're so greedy for your own needs, you don't actually see somebody else's needs, if that makes sense, like, you don't actually see somebody else's needs, you don't actually respect somebody else's needs, or not greedy, when you're so broken, it's hard to respect somebody else when you're so full of pain, like, you're literally blinded by pain that you're not even considering another person's feelings, so I couldn't, I couldn't expect this person to respect me if I wasn't respecting myself at the time, so that's why I, it, it, it was never me being mad at person. I just was so mad at myself that I would literally cry like, dang, she's like, you was on the road, like, you was actually doing this, like, you was actually focused, like, you was actually chasing goals and dreams, like, you was literally on the road, like, actually, like, beginning to walk in purpose, like, I, I literally felt like that the last few months, I was beginning to walk on purpose, but every time this person come back around, it was like, it was like a weakness in me, where it's like, like, dang. So, on that clip I played before this, Michael Todd was saying, Michael Todd was like, what did he say? He said something like, we would please God. No, we would please somebody else to think about their feelings and not God's feeling. And then, like, God, and that made God feel harsh. Like, that's, that's harsh. Like, God's feelings hurt, too, because we would rather please somebody else's feelings. Thank you, Jesus. We would rather please somebody else's feelings and not think about God's feelings. And like I always say, Men is bound to let you down, but God will never let you down. 
And that's how I feel. Like, I feel like by me having this residue left in my heart towards this person, I'm like, you know what? If I don't do it, even though I'm, uh, even though I'm on my journey of healing, if I don't give it to this person, I'm going to feel terribly wrong or this person going to be mad at me. And I still care about what this person thought of me or how they felt about me. So I still cared about that. So instead of me thinking about like, dang, like, Shanice, what's the consequence between you and God? Is this going to push your purpose back? Is this going to push you back mentally? Is this going to push you back spiritually? No. In that moment when I slipped up, I was thinking about like, dang, is this person going to be mad at me? Is this person going to get it from somewhere else? Like insecurities, like it was just stuff built up. And God was like, you thinking about them? What about me? Child, Jesus, thank you. Oh, I got convicted with that. That that one click, like, it was like, Jesus, thank you. Because I couldn't pinpoint, like, why I made the mistake. Like, I couldn't pinpoint it. Because it was like, in every other area you went in, but you keep filling in this area. But that's, that's, that's part of the test. Like, that's part of the process. Like, because when you go in the right direction and when you really try and do the right thing, like I always say, it's not a straight road. Like, you're going something, like, while you walking that straight road and your eyes is on God, you literally have stuff on the sideline that's throwing stuff at you, trying their hardest to knock you off that road and to get you distracted, to make you feel less of a person, to make you feel like you, like, what you're doing is, like, is no purpose. So, like, it's things waiting to push you down and knock you down. Like, that, like, that's part of it. But, like I always say, I can't think of this verse. God said, you keep your eyes on me, nothing else. I will make your path straight. So when I, I'm so, ooh, y'all, I'm so filled up right now. I just, I just feel God so strongly right now because I did, I slipped up. I slipped up so bad in my, um, being celibate and I don't like, I feel, I, when I slip up, I feel disgusted. I feel so disgusted. Like I feel disgusted because the thought of me giving my body to a man who don't respect me, like, it feels disgusting now. I'm trying to, t- this is coming from a girl who had two abortions one year. 2018, I had two abortions. I walked away from God. Uh, I dated somebody I had no business of dating. And I had suicide thoughts that whole entire year. So this is somebody, I used to be comfortable just laying next to a guy and not feeling no guilty feeling after we did what we did. But now I'm not doing it. My body like, ugh. Why would you do that? Like, you is a jewel. Like, you is a blessing. Like, your body is literally a temple. Like, your body is precious. You can't just give that up to anybody. Like, nobody can get that. Like, I'm trying to tell y'all, next man who I get my body to, he's going to be my husband. He's going to be my husband. Like, there's no way around it. And I'm so passionate about it because people just talk about, like, the... People talk about the um, pros of being celibate, but nobody can actually talk about, like, the cons of it and the things you struggle with. And the crazy part is I'm not the woman who be like, oh, I need sex. I need sex. T- to be honest, I can go forever without sex. Like, I don't get, like, a rose, like, my hormones. Like, I don't get by like I just have to have sex. I don't get in those moods. It was just, like, that spirit that was in him, it knew my weakness. Like, I could be around any guy. I could chill with any guy, and it would not bother me. But it was something about him with the residue I had left in my heart for him. It had, like I said, like my big heart, my big heart turned to a people pleaser where I felt like I had to please people or please man instead of pleasing God. And like when I heard that clip, God was like, Shanice, you care about what they thought. And that's all it was. Like when I I did it, like the slipped back up into sexual activity. It was never me doing it for me or, oh, hey, let me do it. Like, no, because I'm like, you know what? 
I do this and hopefully God don't beat me up about it. And God was like, no, Shanice, disobedient is disobedient. There's no sin bigger than the other. Like disobedient is completely disobedient. There's no such thing as you doing something small and it's not wrong. Wrong is wrong. Like you can't, you can't, one that's not bigger than the other. And Michael Ty had another video I listened to and he was saying, he said, he, he, um, he struggled with porn. He struggled with porn. And he said, when I struggled with porn, I used to repent all the time. And he said, you know, he said, you know what repent did for me? Repent did nothing but made me go back and do it again. But I felt more comfortable knowing I, as long as I can repent and God will forgive me. Like you can't keep playing with God and keep making the same mistake and saying, forgive me, God. And this is for myself because it's something I struggle with. Like I mess up and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm about to repent about it. And like, no, you literally have to get transformed. And you have to like, it's like these messages be cute. They inspire you, but I don't want to inspire you. I don't want you to go quote my, anything I say on social media. I don't want that. I want you to literally take what I'm saying and learn from my mistakes. I want you to literally take this in and literally press it in your heart and press in your mind. Like, dang, let me give it a try. And I'm telling you, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Like the devil is going to tempt you. The devil is going to tempt you tough. I told my little cousin when she first started, um, when she got baptized, I said, don't think this must be peaches and cream because the simple fact that you chose to get baptized at 18 years old, like most 18 year olds is turning up, don't they want to do? I said, the simple fact that you want to get baptized at the age, like the devil must throw everything at you just to make sure you back in this world. Like it's not a perfect walk. Like it's not perfect. And it's just like, I don't have no other goal in life. It's just a just to get right with God like that's just my only goal I just want to get right with God like there's nothing else in me like if I do something wrong I have to I have I have to apologize about it I can't even let it I can't, I can't even just sit there if I cross somebody if I portray somebody if I brought somebody down if I do anything wrong to somebody God will make me apologize at that moment and people will be like is she crazy because how she cuss me out and apologize because at the end of the day no matter what people do to you, at the end of the day, I am a reflection of God. And I'm going to stay on that like, to the day I die. Like, I had to I had to love like God. The whole point of walking with God and getting right with God is not to be religious. It's not to go to church. It's not to wear church clothes. It's not to do these type of things. It's just God with our heart like God, like him. That's it. Because when our heart gets like God, we would love people better. We would treat people better. Our relationships would be healthier. We would be healthier. Our kids would be healthier. Generation curses be broken. Like, that's the whole point of it all is us just serving God. And that's it. And we think, oh, we got to be churchy. You don't have to be churchy. Like, that's just a myth to me. What is churchy? That's what I want to know. Because people, like, hold churchy to a high standards. Like, if they make one mistake, oh, you, you, you just this horrible person compared to the million good things you do. But that's it, y'all. Young girl was on fire. I was on fire. But that, like, God has convicted me. And I love when God talks and God just let things flow. Because God is awesome. And, like, that's what makes me, like, to me to just share my journey with y'all and just share my mistakes. Like, I'm human. I am human. But like I always say, do not use I'm human as an excuse to keep messing up in life. You cannot use that. You just have to do better and just keep trying. Like you're you're going to backslide, you're going to make mistakes, but just try to do better. That's it. And like God can't heal nothing that you hide. If you continuously to act like you're not broken, how can God heal the broken version of you or the fake version of you? God can't heal that person you pretended to be and you acting like you got it all together and everything. God can't heal that person until you be real. That's when God can heal you. 
God can't heal no broken version. God can't touch that version of you who uh, they just got it together and everything is cool. Like God can't do it. You have to let God in and tell him like, hey, like, hey, like I did stupid. This comes from somebody. I'm trying to tell y'all. I did stupid stuff. I did so much stupid stuff. It is crazy. Like, and I be, and the reason why I'm open about it because I heal that way. Like my mama be like, why you put your business on social media? Like why you share testimonies like that? And it's like, that's literally how I've been healing. Like, this literally how I heal. Like, it's different healing methods and stuff like that. But this is the way I heal. And it's been working like crazy to me to be. And pretty much just like, you guys, that loyalty we put into other people and don't want them to feel bad and all that type of stuff, turn it around and give it to God. That's what I'm currently learning right now. And I just have to continue to do better. But we can't live on eggshells or worry about how somebody else is going to think especially if how they going to feel is actually being disloyal to God if I have to help you and it would distract me from God if I have to engage in things like that and it's going to distract me from the path that I was on then I can't it's expensive like I always say it's too expensive for me to do it's going to cost me and put yourself first put you in God first like from now on you have to learn how to put yourself in God first and not care what people think stop caring what other people how they gonna feel and how they gonna think because when you wake up tomorrow you have to deal with you and only you not them but that's it y'all